Oh my Lord, welcome back. Hello, welcome. How are you? It's been a while. It's three from the seven, Relics' weekly news podcast chronicling three of our biggest news stories from the past seven days. I'm Raf Kenny Sincata. I'm the associate editor of Relics Magazine, and I am joined by the one, the only, the reason you're listening to this podcast, the beautiful, fantastic Karina Reichman. What is up, my friend? Oh, Raf, we're back in the building. We're back on the map, dude. We are fully back. This is this is something. This feels great. This feels uh, feels like home. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. Oh, my gosh. It has been way too long. I think the last time we recorded was right before the holidays. We took a nice little sabbatical, use a fancy word for it. Um, But we are back in the building. The music industry churns on, as do we. Karina, you are phoning in from the beautiful new K Arena Studios in Brooklyn, New York. Tell me a little bit about this little slice of heaven that you've created. Oh, man. I mean... I, I was in love with this w- world's tiniest studio even before it had uh, an, uh, a wall comprised of 60 white faux fur LED hexagons. But uh, now I really don't think I'll ever leave. And uh, my dear friends Dom Chang and Adam November uh, installed this for me because they're a bunch of legends. And uh, it just is, it's gotten the vibe so right in my little studio here in Williamsburg. And uh, this is a great place to record the podcast and I can make the lights do whatever I want, but fret not listeners. They are not strobing. I'm not going to have a seizure <laughs> while on air. They're now just a nice solid pink glow that really does it for me. So uh feels great, Raph. I can't wait to have you in here when you return from the West coast bam, one bam, day, bam, if you bam. ever come back. Yes. I Yo. am. I am back in San Francisco. It is a beautiful town. I am glad to be here amidst a little bit of warmer weather. New York is getting hammered by snow as is most of the East coast. I don't ski. I don't snowboard. So snow doesn't really uh, hype me up other than when, you know, you know, back in the day of a snow day, maybe with school, but I am happily avoiding that type of weather. Um, but I'm glad to be back here on the phone with you, Karina, and I'm glad to be back here talking about all things music. And this week especially, Karina, it has been a, a very interesting in the Twitterverse. Everyone's talking about it. Phoebe Bridgers on Saturday Night Live. And I feel like you are kind of an expert in this, Karina, because you are a badass lady musician. And uh, have you, so for, for the uninformed, Phoebe Bridgers, amazing indie artist, nominated for four Grammys this year. She smashed a guitar on Saturday Night Live, which is badass and rock and roll and has been done for decades. And it basically caused quite a stir online. Uh, Karina, what's like your first takeaway from all of these old people complaining that you shouldn't smash a guitar? I uh, I really cannot even begin to believe the rhetoric that has come about, uh, you know, discussing this uh, act that I think, you know, has been done for years and years and years and years and years, uh, you know, shouldn't be jarring anybody that much at all. I think uh, like my my first my first thing, you know, to all the keyboard warriors out there having, uh, you know, an opinion, right? It's like, hey, how about next time when you play SNL, you can do it the way you want you idiot. Like, fuck everybody. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I have such a, it's like, uh, maybe I think I, you know, because I'm an artist, like, it's just like, you know, all these people, armchair, armchair, uh, you know, people with these opinions, everybody's entitled to an opinion. I'm not saying they're not. It's totally true. But now that we have these, uh, you know, online platforms where people feel emboldened to let everybody know exactly what they think about every uh, cultural event, 
it's like Phoebe smashing your guitar. You're up in arms about that. Like, what is your problem? And she's allowed to do literally whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. And you should just quiet down. Like, yeah. there's nothing about this that should be alarming. There are so many takes where, like, people are like, uh, you know, that's uh, that's an expensive guitar. You know, that guitar could have uh, fed a lot of uh, starving children. You know, and it's like... Uh, but, but guitars taste terrible. It wouldn't feed children. Right. It's like... <laughs> so that's a bit of a strange take. And then, like, you know, yeah, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, it, it's not like it snapped in two and was done in the most, uh, you know... It, When's the last time you smashed a guitar? Okay, you know what I mean. Like well, how? How? Karina, have you ever? Have you ever look? smashed a guitar? That's what, that's what I was so. I've curious. never, I've never smashed a guitar. It's not the you know my next uh, move that I'm plotting. Like you know, but I think if anybody wants to smash a guitar at their SNL debut, they should be more than welcome to. And then you know there are people who are like, well, it just looked so unnatural. It's like, well, fuck off. Like, yeah. I don't know what she's supposed to look like trying to smell. Like, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Like, And I, this isn't me being some, like, Phoebe Stan where I'm like, I would let her walk over me with hot coals on the bottoms <laughs> of her feet. No, that's not my take here at all, even though I totally love Phoebe and, like, you know, have admired her work for years. And I think she's an awesome new breath of fresh air in lots of ways. Yes, I'm, I'm totally a fan. I'm not... Uh, diminishing that end of it but i just feel like uh people need to settle down a little bit and just why are we talking about this so much it's just bizarre uh what what is your knee-jerk reaction raf what do you got to say about so this? it's funny just because like you know my, my i just think it's hilarious because like if phoebe bridgers you know destroying or smashing a guitar on saturday night live is upsetting to you wait till you find out about Jimi hendrix lighting his guitar on fire wait till you see the clashes L london calling album cover wait till you hear about what pete townsend used to do um it's just funny that this is like a conversation that's even happening and also that a lot of the the discourse is coming from people of that generation i feel like i feel like it's a lot of like older to you know not to disparage the boomers but i feel like it's like a boomer conversation happening of like well that young lady really shouldn't have done that and it's just like it's rock and roll dude like i think uh it's punk rock it's rock and roll i mean if you want to smash a guitar more power to you um not to mention that she ended up later which i feel like is annoying that she even had to say it but later on she said like she told the guitar company she was gonna do it she intentionally picked a guitar that was a little bit on the cheaper side i think it was like a $200 guitar, which as we know, on like the grand scale of guitars is incredibly inexpensive. It's basically a starter guitar. Um, of all things considered, I think Phoebe should be allowed to do whatever the hell she wants. Uh, and I thought the performance was good. I mean, it's funny though, too, because David Crosby of all people, who is constantly stirring the pot on Twitter, you know, he, you know, uh, weighed in what he thought about it. And he basically said he thought it was stupid. Uh, let me pull up the quote here. He said it was pathetic to which Phoebe Bridgers responded to him, calling him a little bitch. Um, so I think Phoebe's rock and roll is fuck. Uh, if you don't like her music, that's fine. But I think anybody should be entitled to do whatever the hell they want, especially on Saturday Night Live, which kind of has like a, a you know, no holds barred attitude, especially when it comes to musicians. I mean, I know like Elvis Costello is banned from Saturday Night Live because he like was started a song and then started another one. Um, you know, there's a long history of musicians stirring the pot and acting crazy on SNL. So I support Phoebe. I support anyone who wants to smash a guitar, um, 
especially if it's one that's not like an a thousand dollar instrument, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess that that about yeah. that about puts the uh, the bow on that one. Moving on, uh, I get. Or actually, Karina, do you have anything else to add on on the Phoebe thing or? No, I mean it. Just you know, I think it uh, it it really boiled my blood a little bit, and uh, I'm not over it. I'm not over that. <laughs> I need to, uh, you know, I think I need to talk to somebody about how this is making me feel. <laughs> thank God, thank God, I have you. I don't know. It's like you know, God forbid she did something actually inflammatory, like you know, know. took a cr- crucifix and then took a you know a. A, a baby doll and smashed that and poured blood all over it and you know started chanting some weird shit like I don't know yeah God you think forbid, of like you it think was of like actually what, shocking yeah you actually think of like what like what like someone like Alice Cooper has been doing for decades is way more shocking than someone <laughs> smashing an instrument on Saturday Night Live I mean I mean it's also interesting right. I mean like to to get into like the real like symbolism whatever like a lot of people are saying the the outfit she was wearing she was wearing like a very like like kind of hyper feminine outfit she was wearing a long dress she had lots of pearls on so even just like the juxtaposition of like a a woman leading a band wearing a dress smashing a guitar I feel like it's uh it's definitely super like jarring for people who aren't used to seeing uh who when that activity is usually done it's done by like a man in a punk rock band so to see kind of like an indie singer in a dress singing you know uh you know heart-wrenching music and then smashing a guitar i think shock people and if rock and roll is not shocking i don't think it's rock and roll so i i i'm (laughs) with it (laughs) i think it's great and it's very it's very puzzling to me that the main uh, age group that seems to have something to say about this are the baby boomers who like should be used to such things and uh you know, should maybe, uh, you know, take a peek beyond the curtain once in a while and be like, oh, you know, a, a woman's allowed to do this too. Yeah. Great. Nothing like, you know, in French, we say point final. That's that one's for my mother, who's definitely listening. That means like end of fucking story, dude. Like, <laughs> come on. Uh, Jesus Christ. That's really something. I don't know why it it kind of affected me in this weird way. Maybe because I'm a woman who plays music and like, you know, God forbid I did something so innocuous that everybody had something to say about it. Like I really, uh, anyway, God bless you, Phoebe. Phoebe's whole thing, by the way, you know, as you're saying, she sings this heart-wrenching folky music that's like extremely direct to the point she has very much her own style an amazing presence on the page and on the stage you know mm-hmm. and uh and but you know to wear the skeletons and then to have kind of you know that death metal logo that says phoebe bridgers like you know her whole thing is kind of taking you know different styles and juxtaposing them and like you know making light of it and i think that's super super cool and you know, God, if a well-dressed woman isn't allowed to smash a guitar in her fucking SNL headlining debut, then I don't know what is right, Raph. What is what is right? Uh, anyway, love it. Cross, you upset me with that. And everybody, all these keyboard warriors, everybody needs to settle down. Anyway, moving right along, yeah. uh, The Grateful Dead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, The Grateful Dead uh, has teamed up with a tea company called Love Some Tea. They have a new tea collection. And it's funny, I put this on our kind of stories of the week here, Karina. Um, one, because it's super cool. It's a rare plantation-free tea. They come from Thailand. You know, Grateful Dead fans love. You throw a steal your face on literally anything, and Grateful Dead fans go crazy about it. This is one of our top stories on the site this week. But I also wanted to bring it up because I feel like uh, quarantine has aged me. I feel like I was a young, vibrant person in my 20s 
um, and suddenly I feel like I am in my mid-30s and enjoy a good cup of tea. Um, so I was curious uh, what, what your take is on this, Karina. Are you a tea drinker? Are you a coffee drinker? And would you uh, fucks around with any of this beautiful love some tea? They've got cosmic coconut, passionate prophet, working man's blend. Do you see what they did there? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really like this. And uh, I couldn't agree more, Raph. I really, uh, pre-pandemic, I felt like a spry, young, thriving individual. And now I really, I too enjoy a cup of tea. (laughs) So uh, this all sounds really fantastic. And I'd like to drink all of it at once. You know, Uh, I actually am a fan of taking a few, people are going to think I'm a real lunatic for this, but uh, what else is new? I like to take multiple tea bags. Oh God, and uh, and and drink them at the same time. So oh. yeah, I think I would do a little hybrid, uh, passionate profit and a little working man's blend together. Why the fuck not? Uh, life's too short, and these are where we're getting our uh, our kicks these days because we can't do much else. So I'm do, do totally you think, into it. Do you think you double up on the tea because you are like a caffeine addict? Because you, as, as some listeners may know, Karina is just espresso an espresso fiend. The girl loves caffeine. So do you think you do it for the caffeine because the tea has less caffeine, so you just, like, double down? I'll tell you what. That's a great, great um, hypothesis, Raph, but no. But no. But because <laughs> I, I refuse, for the most part, to drink caffeinated tea. Like, on tour, after dinner, I would often get a green tea to cap off the meal, uh, which was a nice a nice vibe, you know, especially in those colder winter months. But I, I never drink caffeinated tea at home. I basically, uh, going on the, uh, I've been aged 20 years in quarantine, uh, thread, you know, I like to mix a good echinacea with a good ginger so I can reap both health benefits so that I don't die in the midst of this pandemic, um, (laughs) on top, on top of taking, you know, 8,000 IU, whatever's of vitamin d a day and uh quercetin and c and zinc oh my and god i don't even know what half of live. those are i take what, so what are much all these shit. supplements Karina, you're like oh, 25 man. like you don't need all those pills <laughs> i take so many pills every day i take all of these fish like all these omega-3s i take nac nac you know, loaded with selenium. It's some good shit. Anyway, yeah, no, I'm just trying to put as much good shit in my body as possible so that, uh, you know, God willing, if the plague were to come to me, I would have some uh, some resistance to it. So, wait, so for the record, you're tw- Karina, you're 27. You're, you're my age. Correct. So, Correct. Do, do you, I'm imagining you have like those pill box things that have the days of the week. Oh, no, sister, no. <laughs> and you're just no, no, taking no. I- handfuls of supplements every day. You're, you're, you're I'll so send healthy. you a picture. Pills. <laughs> I'm very healthy, but you know I attribute it to the pills. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I'm gonna send you a photograph of my daily uh, regimen. It is some sick shit. I it's not for everyone. You gotta take them with food. Yeah. If you don't take your pills with food, you're in for a real rough awakening, especially if you take, you know, as many as I do. I'm also into these, uh, you know, un-FDA approved uh, mushroom pills. Whoa. I'm really, I'm, I'm painting myself into a corner here. tripping out on here. mushroom pills, you guys. I'm into, uh, I'm into this Stamet 7, uh, and I'm into this uh, uh, Lion's Mane. Man, check that out. Everybody, I hope you're just like, you know, g- Googling right now and just ready to take everything I take so you can feel as uh, vibrant as I do. Oh my God. <laughs> Which is, uh, you know, 
rather, but not really, you know, I don't know. It's been a strange time, but yes, Rav, I, I love tea, but I don't, uh, lean on tea for my caffeine intake. I just drink espresso like my plane's going down instead. So <laughs> my God, just imagine it's all good. Imagining your stomach, it's just got you know some some ginseng tea, three espressos, and about like a, a medicine cabinet full of supplements. <laughs> I'm washing and, and, it down with a few bivalves, you know, just a few oysters to exactly, top it all and off. And a half dozen really, oysters yeah. just sloshing around. <laughs> God. <laughs> My lord. It's really, it's great. It's great. No, I actually, you know, I mean, I know I'm known for the oyster thing, which, I mean, God bless. It's, it's totally your brand, accurate. Marina. It's your brand. It's my brand. Uh, it's definitely my brand. But I, I eat other things, you know, uh, <laughs> like mussels. Just kidding. Um, so <laughs> like prawns. <laughs> like, uh, you know, clams. Um, yeah. So it's good times. Good times. No, Raph, but honestly, I would love to drink this tea with you. I, uh, I concur that... Uh, you know, for, for the deadheads among us, it's really, it doesn't take much. You slap a steel your face on it, put a couple dancing bears on the, uh, on the label and people are good to go. <laughs> Myself included. That's that iconography that we all know and love. And it really triggers a dopamine response in my brain when I see it. Uh, let alone when I'm drinking the minty O, <laughs> which is <laughs> one of the flavors, ladies and gentlemen, there's a rambling apple tropical weather. I mean, God, Pat, you know, cosmic coconut. This is great. This is great. So I'm going to buy a lot of this after we hang up and uh, I'll report back. This probably has caffeine in it. Do you think this has caffeine? In it? Probably. Probably. All right. I, well, I did want to do a little a little bonus story here. Speaking of the Grateful Dead, that Bob Weir is going to celebrate Chinese New Year this week. So head on over to, uh, I believe, on fans.live that Bobby's going to ring in the, uh, the Chinese New Year, which is like a Grateful Dead tradition. So that's pretty cool. Um, we you love can drink that. a cup yes. of Grateful Dead tea while watching Bob and the Wolf Bros ring in the Chinese New Year, which is super cool. I mean, it's a Grateful Dead tradition. Um, tune in. I think it'd be fun. I'll probably do it. <laughs> Beautiful thing. I will. I definitely will. Thanks, Raph. Thanks. Yeah, of course. And then to wrap up the show, I wanted to bring up some good news. I mean, Karina and I have been doing this show, God, for it feels like we've done more episodes in quarantine than in person, which is insane to think about. Uh, this is our 85th it's episode. True. But we have some good news. I mean, the, the, there is dawn on the horizon, everybody. And there are so many musicians in our scene. I mean, I'm not going to lie. The jam scene, it ages up a little bit. We have some older people who are in and around our scene. They are vulnerable to the COVID. Um, but it's good news that a lot of them have been able to get their first or second shot of the vaccine. So I just wanted to touch on some people who you may not know have already been vaccinated. So you can breathe easy. Like, you know, being like, for example, Willie Nelson has received his vaccine. You can breathe easy knowing Willie... Is just going strong. He's sitting in Texas, smoking a joint, and does not have to worry about coronavirus. I mean, he still should take precautions and wash his hands and so on and so forth. But Willie Nelson has gotten his vaccine. Del McCurry, bluegrass legend. Peter Frampton. Yes. Uh, yeah, De Del especially. Sorry to go back one. Yeah, Karina, Del getting it is super awesome. I love Del McCurry. Um, I saw him and David Grisman before, in the before times, before COVID. I saw him and David Grisman at Capitol Theater, and that was absolutely incredible. So Del and Dog. Uh, have you seen Dell, Karina, or have you met Dell? Is a better question. I've never met him, but I have seen him, and uh, I am a fan. I am most certainly a fan. He is a legend, and having uh, having that good stuff running through his veins makes me absolutely thrilled. And this is great. This is super, super great. Yeah. Go Dell. Absolutely. And then following up, it's Peter Frampton, who I also love. Yeah. And I have seen. Frampton's a and, legend. Uh, 
total total legend. Congrats, Peter. Glad you could get dosed up. Yeah, what's Loretta crazy? Lynn. Oh, I just wanted to mention Peter Frampton. Sorry, Please. Peter Frampton. It's crazy that I forgot that Peter Frampton is battling like a, a degenerative muscle disease. So in 2019 and the beginning of 2020, he was on his like farewell tour. And it's crazy that like he was like, I'm trying to play as much as possible before this muscle thing like, you know, t- robs me of my gifts. And now freaking COVID takes him off the stage for a whole year. And I think it's a lot of these musicians that are like, you know, either fighting an illness or a little on the older side. It's just interesting to think about how like, God, COVID has robbed a lot of these people of like some of their prime touring years or the touring years they have left. So it's good to know that like Frampton is going to be one of the first people to get back on stage as is deservedly so. Same with Dell or Willie. Uh, like you said, Loretta Lynn, Tony Bennett, Brian Wilson of Beach Boys. All these people have gotten at least one of their COVID shots. So you, we can all breathe easy knowing a little bit that uh, perhaps you'll be able to see Willie Nelson or Dell or Brian Wilson if Brian Wilson ever tours again. Um, sure. <laughs> Uh, back on Beautiful stage. Beautiful thing. Yeah, it's good and news. My, uh, shout out to my parents who listen every week who have received their first dose. And, oh, wow. Uh, second dose coming up on uh, February 22nd. So we're, we're right around the corner with them. We're right around the corner. They're not rock stars, but they, they are to me, man. Aww. They are to me. Aw, <laughs> that's so nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> totally. Feels Aww. good. I know. I know. I didn't mean to bring it there, but uh, hi, Ma. Oh, hi, that, Dad. That's a beautiful <laughs> sentimental note. And on that, I guess we'll end the show there. That's so nice. That brings a smile to my face, Aww. Karina. Karina's parents are amazing. Uh, there's a really good photo. It's, it's sitting in the abandoned, not abandoned, but my abandoned desk at Relics. There's a picture of me, Karina, and both of her parents backstage at a Marco show at the Music Hall of Williamsburg. It is a beautiful, wholesome photograph, and I treasure it. Um, your parents oh, are awesome. Oh, I treasure that photo, too. That is so good. I'm going to dig that up. I'm going to dig it up. <laughs> um, so we are back on a weekly basis, everybody. We are so glad to be back on board here. So tune in every Wednesday. Follow us on Instagram at 3 from the 7 Email us, rapandkarina at gmail.com. We'd love to know that you're out there listening with your ear holes. Uh, Three from the Seven is brought to you by Relics Media Group. Our producer is Will Schwerd, and our audio engineer is James Van Corf. Thank you, Will. Thank you, James. And thank you, Karina. As always, I will throw the Frisbee to you. Uh, Tell the people whatever you want to tell them, and we'll be back next week. Amazing. Raph, this is so good. So great to be back with you. It's really just, uh, you know, this this brings the familiarity that I was craving back into my life. You know, this is just beautiful. And... uh, Wow, you know, we took a little sabbatical. We're back better than ever, stronger than all, feeling good to go. And uh, I look forward to sharing the airwaves with you next week. So be good, everybody out there. Please be good. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Take all of those uh, vitamins that I recommend <laughs> or or don't. Um, and just, you know, eat um, espr- like oysters and espresso on an empty stomach. That's great for you. Uh, just kidding. Don't do that. Anyway. Be well. Take it easy. Oh, follow K, uh, K. Dot Arena Studios on Instagram if you want to follow along for my uh, my wild renovations of, uh, you know, my my Stroke the Furry Wall LED hexagon dreams that are being realized um, if you're into that sort of thing. Anyway, otherwise, be good. See you next week. And everybody uh, take care. Bye, Rob. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.